all y'all waiting on me. Salutations, everybody, and welcome to the Paranormal Minds Podcast. I am Tommy, and as always, I am here with Joshua. Hello. And Shane. Die. He's creepy. He is. <laughs> he scares me. He haunts my dreams at night. Take that as you will. Yeah. I'm usually naked, right? We're not going to talk about That's... that. <laughs> Doing my naked dance. <laughs> Doing the helicopter in front of me. I scream violently. Ah! Um, so this episode is going to have somewhat of a trigger warning. There's um, sexual assault. I'm not going to go in graphic details about it. I just want to, you know, put out a trigger warning for that. Uh, but tonight we are going to cover probably the case that made Ed and Lorraine Warren famous. And it is the Smurl family. After they were displaced by Hurricane Agnes in 1972, Janet and Jack Smurl moved their family into a double brick house on Chase Street in West Pinston Home. They didn't live there long before strange things started happening around the house. First, it started when the family was renovating the house. Tools would disappear and reappear in different places. Stains would form in freshly painted walls. Um, They would uh, begin to be woken up by banging uh, of the walls and the ceiling. Now, like most people who move or live in older homes, write the noises off as... The house settling. Though that was not the case for the Smurls. Months would go go by and a putrid smell would start to linger in the home. At first it was believed to be the plumbing. But the pipes had been inspected and found to be functional. Then the kitchen appliances started catching fire even though they were unplugged. Still everything seemed to be going well for the Smurl family. Jack was promoted at his job and and doubled as his daughter's softball team coach. Janet became pregnant and helped organize an anti-drunk driving group at the local high school. The girls excelled in their studies. They had uh, two girls at the time. One late evening, while lying in bed, uh, Jack heard the voice of a young woman. He turned to face Janet when he saw a black figure run up her leg, and then things just started to get worse. A light fixture with 14-millimeter bolts holding it into the ceiling was ripped down, cutting one of the daughters. The family's German shepherd was picked up by an unseen force and thrown against the wall. Janet herself claimed that she was picked up by a figure, lifting her six feet in the air and throwing her across the room. Even neighbors reported hearing screams from the house while the family was out. Then one evening, while watching a baseball game, Jack said a succubus had sexually assaulted him. It was made worse when Janet told him the same had happened to her, though her assault happened late at night with both her and Jack lying in bed. He slept through it. The Smurl family had gone to the Catholic Church but found no help. They needed help, and help came in the form of two paranormal investigators Ed and Lorraine Warren. Lorraine, a self-described medium, toured through the home, while Ed used religious uh, provocation to bring out whatever was in the home. After the investigation, Ed and Lorraine sat down with the Smurl family. They told them that there were four spirits in the house. One was of an elderly woman, one of a man who suffered and died in or on the property. One was a younger woman being past the age of a teenager. And the last was a demonic spirit that was controlling the others to torment the family. The Warrens put the family in touch with an Episcopal priest who came and performed an exorcism on the home. 
As the activity started to die down, the media got wind of the story, and this caused the street to be crowded with news vans and reporters. And as a result, the Catholic Church sent their own priest to live in the home briefly with the Smurls as to not appear cold to the situation. After a few days, the priest left due to no activity. Still, the house went through another two exorcisms. Finally, in 1987, the family had had enough of the activity in the home and moved, but it seemed they were followed. The family was able to procure a fourth and final exorcism, this time from the Catholic Church. Details about what went on during it were kept secret, but it was believed to be the longest and most powerful of the four exorcisms the family endured. So since then, uh, experts, priests, television producers, and journalists have all scrutinized the Smurls, including journalist Robert Curran and the Warrens themselves, who chronicled the Smurl case in The Haunted, One Family's Nightmare. It also became a made-for-TV movie, if anybody wants to check that out. Reviewers regarded the book as one-sided, echoing skeptics who saw rational explanations behind the otherworldly claims of the Smurl family. In fact, Professor Paul Kurtz of the State University of New York and chairman of the Committee for the Scientific Investigation of Claims of the Paranormal said the Warrens were objective, independent, or impartial investigators and characterized the Smurls' claims as a hoax, a charade, a ghost story. Kurtz said that the family's claim were possibly due to delusional hallucinations or brain impairment, and advised that they submit themselves to psychiatric and psychological examinations. Now, Jack did tell newspaper reporters he had surgery to, mo to remove water from his brain in 1983 because he had been experiencing short-term memory loss due to a case of meningitis in his youth. And it should be noted that Jack passed away in 2017. So, it is a short little story. Broke it down that far. So, what do you guys think? Do y'all think it was a hoax, a charade, or? I'm, I'm more so thrown off that dude had water in his brain. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's a thing? If you get meningitis, you get water in your brain? I guess so. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I've heard pressure on your brain will call short-term memory loss. I'm assuming yeah. that was just a fluid. I don't know if it was necessarily water. Probably just some kind of, you know, fluid on his brain. You know, they probably told him fluid, and the first thing he thinks of is water. So I was about to say, shit. After dying of thirst, you know, crack somebody's skull open. <laughs> <laughs> Drink all that brain water. <laughs> yeah. Brain water. Are we making commercials now? <laughs> it sounded like a '90s commercial too, like like Power it Rangers did. or something. Brain water. Yeah. I've, it's Ivan Ooze's new product. <laughs> Teenagers. <laughs> I love that movie. <laughs> so, did you find out if they called it in Lorraine, or did they come and? They come in after they were like went public with it. So there's where some, and I didn't add it because there's different articles and stuff that say what happened as far as online, no actual newspaper articles. But a lot of places said that Ed and Lorraine found them, um, or they came to them after they went to the media. Uh, another investigator brought Lorraine and Ed in. So. Uh, in fact, it's it's contradictory because I think if you look up like just the Wikipedia for Ed and Lorraine Warren, um, it says somebody brought them in uh, for that. Let me see here. So there's uh, no definitive answer. Like it's like nobody actually knows except for the Smurl family. Yeah. So like, uh, let me see here. The Warrens became involved. Okay, so it doesn't say so. I thought it said someone brought them in, but it just says the Warrens became involved. Seems seems to be how all their involvement is, isn't it? Yeah. Well, you know, now one did say that after they went to the media, and I kind of, 
I kind of feel like maybe that brought him in, you know, like mm-hmm. just because, well, y'all know how I feel about the Warrens. Like, I think maybe Ed was all about fame and publicity and Lorraine was probably just an innocent, you know, wanting to do good. I don't know. They could have both been that way, you know? Yeah. But. Yeah, I think we had talked about that before, about them being, maybe they tried in the beginning, but figured it out, you know, oh, man, I can get all this money for just BS and my way through it. Right, and and because, like I said, this is the one that made them famous because this is the one they got involved in. Um, Then they um, wound up working with the husband to write the book, or no, not the husband, the journalist, uh, Kurtz. Or not, Kurtz, uh, Kane, whatever. I don't have my notes in front of me. Uh, to write the book. And like a lot of people believe it, they were just using what was going on in the house to make money off of the family. So, Yeah. I feel like that was kind of like a thing that a lot of people believed anyways. Not just with Ed and Lorraine, but like most medium slash uh paranormal investigators of the time you know yeah i mean i think they still do it today in a way you know yeah we're dismissed we're pseudoscience we are look i'm sorry but especially with the you know i've always been skeptical of a ouija board but when we did the thing at raleigh and we got somebody's name that was actually buried there Mm. like Mm. i had no idea who the who the fuck is ro Right, like I, I wouldn't have known that. Well, like, you know, I, I think the the issue with a lot of skeptics, and not to make the show about skeptics, we should do a whole right, a whole show about skeptics. <laughs> but um, I think one of the issues with skeptics, and this isn't downing skeptics, I think it's because they don't, they don't get out there to actually see if it's real. They just take essentially, in other words, another person's word for it. You know. Oh yeah. And and of course that person would be somebody of science or whatever, and they say no, this is how it is, you know, and they don't go out there and try to find the answers themselves. So, and you see that with the actual science. I know you guys have <laughs> yeah. heard these ignorant people like, oh, that's all just made up. No, bro, it's science. Like, are you, are you for real right now? <laughs> yeah, there is <laughs> tangible evidence. <laughs> in in a in a sense, just like anything else, you know, and. I know, like, a lot of people prove, like, will go, like, well, you know, 100 years ago, they thought the cure, well, no, not 100 years ago, but about 150 years ago, they thought the cure for syphilis was mercury, you know? So, uh, science does evolve and stuff, and yes, it is not always correct at that instance, is the best way I, I can know. put it. Mercury probably did cure syphilis. <laughs> It just poisoned the rest of your body. <laughs> I don't actually know if mercury cures syphilis, but <laughs> but I mean it's one of those things. I like for the longest time they thought yellow fever came from bad air, you know. Oh yeah. So like during the um, plague of 1876 in Memphis, they would shoot cannons over the marshland just to disperse the air over the from the marsh. And it wasn't until later on that somebody figured out it was mosquitoes. And do you want to know how he figured out that it was mosquitoes? No. He had a mosquito that he knew had yellow fever bite him and gave himself yellow fever. Nice. I think he died also. But it proved it. (laughs) He went straight to human trials. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, this is back in like the turn of the century so i mean <laughs> right they didn't have a uh what is it fda <laughs> <laughs> yeah so i know you said something about i don't uh, you prefaced it with sexual assault and i don't want to bring this as part of it but did you say something about it during the story and i just missed it yeah uh, well where jack he was watching a baseball game mm-hmm. and according to him a succubus came in and sexually assaulted him I just left oh. it at at that, you know. Oh, okay. okay. Um, and um, then his wife Janet said the same thing happened to her, but both her and Jack were asleep in the bed when it happened. 
And according to her, I'll just get into this, like she was paralyzed while the figure was on top of her doing things. Yeah. Um, and Jack so, was asleep next to her. So like sleep paralysis? Yeah. I was gonna ask, did this extra bad stuff, like uh, these situations happen after the Warrens were involved or was this before? No, this is uh, before. So like everything just kind of progressed, you know, like, you would hear about, you know, like I said, it started tools getting misplaced, which God, that happens to me every day to what I thought was crazy. was like, they would freshly paint a wall, leave, come back, fresh stain. Now, some people can chalk that up to something's bleeding through, you know, you, you do get that in a way, especially if you're going over it with white paint or a light color paint and over something dark, you know, it's going to bleed through. Um, but what got me was the 14 millimeter bolts getting ripped out of like ceiling thing getting ripped out. I mean, 14 millimeter bolts are not, not little tiny bolts that you normally get in ceiling fans and stuff, you know? Yeah. All right. I only I ask because since our conversation some months ago on Ed and Lorraine, uh, read a little more about them and didn't realize how shitty they were. Uh, like Ed hooking up with, you know, minor children and shit like that. Uh, so there's yeah. a theory theory out there that once they would get involved in spirit or demonic shit, it would get worse because a negative energy followed them around because they were such shitty people. And so their simple presence would intensify these situations. Now, I'm not going to say it didn't happen um, with this. Um but as far as I know, like the sexual assaults and stuff um, happened before the Warrens got involved. So. So that makes me wonder, is that why the priest stayed? Was because of that or just because things were happening? Well, the, just... the priest only stayed two days. Yeah. And um, we know that, that you any... Any place that we've ever investigated, I think we've always talked about this. It's like um, almost like the ghost needs to get used to you being there, mm-hmm. and uh, or whatever's there, whatever entity there is is there. Um, and I bet you that's exactly what happened with that priest. Because didn't you say there was no activity those two days? Basically, well, no activity. Yeah, there there was no activity, and now it had after every exorcism, like. Everything would kind of calm down, right, for a little while. Yeah, of course. Um, and he came in after the first exorcism, so everything was starting to calm down. Mm-hmm. And then he stayed two days, nothing really happened, you know, he didn't see anything, so he left. And, of course, they had two more after that, so that means, you know, something it ramped itself back up. So they were there for over 10 years, right? Mm-hmm. Shit was that bad. Why would you stay somewhere that long? Money. You look at um, around the time they moved there is 1972, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, that was about the time of the oil embargo um, overseas. So gas prices went from 30 cents to a dollar, you know. There was also, this was also around the time, especially in Philadelphia, where a lot of places were kind of like warehouse, well, not warehouses, but uh, some meals and stuff were shutting down too. So, I mean, and then around the 80s, you had a recession in a, to, to a sense, not like what we had in 2008, but it was still a little recession. I guess you're right. It, I'm broke. It would take a lot of demon shit to make me move. But. Yeah. Plus, I mean, you you build a house with your family, you know, you don't want something to force you out of your home. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I'm with you, Shane. It'd take a lot to get me out of my house. And who's to say this wasn't stretched out over a span, like not all happened at one time, right? Well, you know, yeah, like I said, you know, um, you know, everything started happening with the tools disappearing and all that, and then the stains, and then... Then they started hearing banging on the walls and the ceiling, and then it was months, you know, a couple months later, they started getting that smell. Yeah. It sounds 
if you wanted to put a label on it, demonic. Because otherwise, why? How would the exorcism calm things down, right? Yeah. I mean, I don't think an exorcism would calm down a ghost or a like a poltergeist or a. I mean, I don't know. You know, I've never heard of somebody being like, "I got poltergeist, call the priest." Like it just doesn't. <laughs> There, there's another thing we should do a, a thing on this poltergeist because some people believe and now this is around the time they did have teenage girls though I don't think the sexual assault is dealt with them but it's I'm just using this as to talk about poltergeist for a second some people believe that when a young lady starts coming into her adulthood as it were um you know, starts going through uh, menstruation and all that stuff. So much energy is built up into her that polter, uh, poltergeist-style haunt hauntings can happen around the house, and it's actually from the teenage girl. So there's that theory. I feel like I've heard that before. Mm. I feel like we've talked about that before. We might have. But it, I don't think it was that per se mm. like not poltergeist like it was another I remember us talking about it something mm. similar to that mm. yeah maybe it was the three witches from the Salem witch trials the not was that what you were talking I think it was Shane's episode yeah that was Shane's episode about the Salem witch trials where like the three was it the three girls were witches or they said they were witches or something? I don't remember exactly what it was. My mm. brain doesn't work most of the time. <laughs> Got some water in there. Yeah. <laughs> Slosh it around. You thirsty boys? <laughs> you know what trips me out? A lot of these stories, there's always numerous ghosts and one demon. And it's always like the demon is holding the ghost there. Like... Why? I don't. I don't feel like a demon has anything to gain from holding ghosts <laughs> anywhere. I mean, I I guess if you if you look at it this way, and I'm not saying look at it this way, but you know, some people would believe like a ghost would be somebody's soul, right? Um, and the demon is holding the soul to corrupt it to join its ranks. I mean, like I said, you don't have to look at it that way. I I don't think of it that way. I I don't believe there are as many demonic hauntings as people like to say there are. Yeah. I feel like there might be a lot of angry spirits out there. Mm-hmm. Not so good people that became spirits. Yeah, I'm I'm a firm believer in that. Like, if you're bad, evil, whatever, and, you know, that energy's in you when you pass on. That's the energy that resides in the area, so. Mm -hmm. Now, do you think one angry spirit would hold other, other spirits? Now, that I could see. Yeah, you know, I think there is a story on a haunting that deals in something like that. It was another angry spirit, not a demon, but angry, evil spirit, I guess you could say, that was holding other spirits hostage on this property. Again, it was from a haunting, so take that as you will. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, now now that I kind of think about it, maybe it's not so much that the demon itself would be holding the spirits, but the energy that holds the demon on this plane of existence could be affecting those spirits around them mm -hmm. where they couldn't leave. Yeah, and that, that makes sense. Yeah. So, Tell me what you were saying. You, know, you said some people believe that, you know, the demons would hold them here to corrupt them, you know, things like that. That seems unfair. So I'm assuming that's like tied to some religious belief. I, within a way, yes. Like uh, for people, because a lot of Christians don't really believe in ghosts and spirits because it's believed that your soul goes to rest until 
uh, the Day of Judgment. The ones who do, a lot of them do believe that a demon can corrupt a spirit and allow it to join. So, so if you lived your whole life good, did everything right, everything by the book, right, mm. and you die and a demon grabs you and tortures you for 200 years and you turn bad, then that's it. To some people, yes. I yeah. I necessarily do not believe that. So Wait, That's fucked up. Cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that really sucks. <laughs> I, I'm not a good person by any means, but uh, <laughs> that sucks. <laughs> I wouldn't want that to happen. <laughs> That's why I am under the belief that if you are of evil intent when you pass, and, and I'm not talking about somebody who's down on their luck and, you know, robs a liquor store or whatever. You know, I'm talking about somebody hardcore like Ted Bundy or... Um, some form of that, you know, Shame. when they die and that energy's there, it, that's what becomes the evil spirit. So the Smurls, uh, going back on the Smurls, uh, did they build that house? Mm-mm. No, they bought it. They bought it. Mm-hmm. I wonder if anything had happened in that house before they bought it. Now, there are some uh, some articles that said that well, there's really one that actually touched back on previous owners, and they said nothing happened in the house. I mean, I'm not saying that that article's wrong or misleading or anything like that. You know, it could be nothing happened in that house. Something could have been dormant in that house. You know, I, I do believe the type of energies we bring into an environment can awaken something. I mean, you think about it. You know, the land that our houses are built on, um, at one point, thousands of years ago was native land, you know? Mm -hmm. So how come some houses are haunted and some aren't, you know? And I think it's because of the energy we bring in and the stuff. Like, I also believe certain things attract energy. I think I said it before, you know, when you're in a argument, like your your house is just full of arguing and fighting and strife and all that stuff it brings in it can bring in negative energy and which can attract negative spirits you know because they got to feed off of that okay this family they moved mm-hmm. yeah and it came with them do you think it was just the quote demon or all four of the entities that were in the house i think it was just really the demon because they just said something followed them you know and if it was malicious, I think it was going to be more the demon, quote unquote. So. You hear about attachments all the time. I wonder if that is just strictly limited to the darker spirits. Or do you think any friendly spirits ever get attached? Honestly, I don't know. You bring home Casper. I, I guess that'd be all right. <laughs> like, I mean, yeah, if you, you brought home that one ghost that just likes to just mess around and close the cabinets. <laughs> I think that's fine. But, you know, you get the one that's throwing all your furniture all over the places and stacking it all weird for some reason in horror movies. That's all they do. <laughs> I mean, if you were a ghost and you could do that. I mean, I yeah, think I you would. would. Like, look what I can do. <laughs> It's it's like it's like the TV show Ghost where he's like, oh, I gotta. I like to pretend to be a ghost sometimes. I just kind of slink through my house. The walls keep throwing them back into reality, though. Yeah, so. <laughs> no, I can't quite seem to phase shift through them. I don't understand it. What would be y'all's guys like calling card? Like, what would be your style of messing with people if you were a ghost? Stroking off. <laughs> I don't know, man. I think I would want to terrify the absolute shit out of somebody. So I have this weird bucket list item that is to make somebody go insane. And, <laughs> like, I don't know. I feel like that would be cool as hell. Like, uh, <laughs> uh, so, Josh, we're going to quit being friends. Uh, it was nice. Is it? Is it working yet? <laughs> I, it isn't going to work on Shane. He's already fucking clinically insane. So. That's true. <laughs> but then aren't we because we're friends with him? Uh, maybe. <laughs> I mean, it's not contagious. No, but I mean, wouldn't, <laughs> it's like wouldn't the you flu. have to be, though? You know? 
hey, at least my haunting style was going to be innocent and be like somebody eating a place of food and be like, my butt is on your food and just like dance. <laughs> he turns into Tom Green. <laughs> Betty, would you like some sausage? You just string oh, up sausage throughout the house and do it on your like your ghost fingers and play the thing. <laughs> ghost sausage. <laughs> they just walk it through. They're slapping them in the face. They don't even know. They don't even know, Shane. <laughs> I don't know what I would do, honestly. Yeah. Tommy's like, I'd sit on their couch and watch TV. Uh, probably. <laughs> Old Bent Bill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They would think I was a demon by the time it was over with. Mm. <laughs> Exercise me! Then I might have to join Tommy on the couch as they're sending a priest after you like, uh, we done fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> right? We knew it was going to happen one day. We're, we're just, me and Shane are just sitting on the couch while the priest is chasing you around with the thing. <laughs> the powder of Christ compels you. I hiss at him like a cat every time the water hits me. <laughs> he doesn't even know it's happening. Right. Did you did you say earlier are are any of the Smurls alive? I know you said one of them died a few years yeah, ago. Jack died. Um, one of the daughters uh, does dabble in the uh, paranormal, like paranormal investigation and stuff like that. But they pretty much kind of keep to themselves. Like they don't seek out any attention or nothing like that. So. How big was the publicity? Plub, publicity. Well, one guy, according to um, what he was saying, is CNN was on his front porch. Um, other people have said, like, you're talking newspapers all across America. Like, it went viral in that sense. Nice. Well, I guess that makes sense when you say it blew up Ed and Lorraine's career. Yeah. Quote, quote unquote. I don't know. I want to. I want to be like, you know, these people are were legitimate. Like Ed and Lorraine just happened to be. It was a happenstance, but like Shane said, we kind of have noticed a pattern yeah. with the Warrens and kind of placing themselves in the way. See, I, I would like to cover all of their investigations, just their the investigation stories, um, not them, but. To get yeah. y'all's take on like, what do y'all do y'all think it was real? Do y'all think it was bullshit? Do you think you know, whatever? So, yeah, yeah, I definitely think that they had something going on, because um, it's not too often you hear stories quite as violent as these seem to be. Of course, we mm. only got the got the PG thirteen version, but. Who needs the other versions? Right. I mean, to really you know, know. Out, out of respect for people, you know, I'm like, I don't want to. Right. <clears throat> I'm sure you can get the book, um, The Haunted, A Family's Nightmare, and it probably go into detail about what happened, but. No, yeah. I feel sure. I was looking, I was trying to see what kind of paranormal stuff his daughter was into. And then realize it has to suck having that much publicity for something like this from a kid. Because you know people are always going to be looking you up, shooting messages like, hey, come on our podcast. You know, and almost harassing them, which I would assume is a pretty traumatic experience. Right. Yeah. You know, because they probably get a lot of questions. Was it fake? Was it fake? Did you like, you know. Did y'all fake it? Did y'all just want the money and publicity and blah, 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 blah? You know, it's constantly attacked on that, you know. All right. And it's like, homie, I was a kid. Like, right. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, they were easy enough to find Facebook and everything, so. I guess it did something for them, huh? Made them some kind of money, I would imagine. I, they look like normal-ass people. Yeah, like, like I said, they kind of don't like put themselves out there like i'm pretty sure it doesn't even say on their facebook like from the haunted you know all this other stuff you know so just sharing a relationship trying to get people to adopt stray cats Mm. yeah going to work normal haunted family business i see yeah i think that's the one because i think she does uh own like a 
animal rescue, but she also does paranormal investigations. Oh, okay. So, and I just, I just left it at that because I'm like, you know, I don't want to bring their names into it and all that other stuff. So, right. You know, I could get into that combo. Saving animals and hunting ghosts. Saving animals during the day. Taking out ghosts at night. Shane Carlson is the ghost hunter. Yeah, I was about to say, what, what were the ghost hunters? Plumbers by day? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I even had the little van Roto-Rooter, and then it's like, and flipped around a ghost hunter. <laughs> <laughs> Did not know that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. They would talk about because they were plumbers, they were good at debunking hauntings and stuff. So that's that's one group that I actually trust their their evidence. Yeah, I do too. They yeah. never seemed like they were just over the top either about any of it. Mm-mm. I love it. They'll actually put out an episode like, I mean, you you got like a residual haunting. You don't even have a ghost here. Like, there's there's nothing. <laughs> I'm like, oh, man. That's funny. Mm. Zach Baggins was just here and said there were 18 demons. <laughs> right? They all, they all took them at one time. Wait, I mean... Yes, uh, <laughs> took him over at one time. Took him- oh, man. I just pictured, pictured him on the, the black couch. <laughs> 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 All right, so your name is Gathmar. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Garthy, what? <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> that was well placed. Well, there goes our uh, there goes our chance of getting on travel channel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because we didn't take Zach. <laughs> I like tearing up. <laughs> that, that was so funny. People must hate us because we make fun of him so much, but <laughs> I don't care. <sighs> he makes it easy. So, yeah, yeah. It's his fault. <laughs> what is it? The home call one where they take him in on an iPad and he's like, I can feel energy. <laughs> Bro, you getting possessed through the Wi-Fi? <laughs> That's a hell of a ghost. <laughs> Man. <Yeah. laughs> That's some real deal Casper shit right there. <laughs> he travels through the phone lines. Ah, <laughs> uh. <laughs> oh, fuck my face hurts. <laughs> uh they had uh the Smurls I'm trying to <laughs> You thinking about that casting cows, weren't you? <laughs> <laughs> no. They have, how many kids do they have? They had, they had twins, right? Did they have mm-hmm. beyond the twins? I can't remember. I think it was just three daughters. Okay. If I'm not mistaken. Well, the twin thing alone is pretty significant. You know, it's 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 not even a thing that's believed. It's known that twins have a really like legitimate connection with each other. Be miles away from each other and know what's happening in a way with the other one. <clears throat> and I've always like kind of thought that that was like one of those things that helped build like a energy in the house as well. That makes sense. So like a heightened psychic energy level in there. Yeah. Like a, like a weird human Wi-Fi signal, you know, it's like one of those things. And that could be why the people that were in the house before didn't experience anything, or at least yeah. that we know of. But maybe there was something. The veil or the veil was thinner there or on an ancient burial ground, whatever the case is, and then they just yeah. they just pushed it over the edge. Yeah. Definitely. So West Pinston uh was settled in seventeen seventies. Uh, July the Revolutionary War uh, surrendered to the British. Uh, it was later burned to the ground on July third. The Battle of Wyoming was fought on several. 
Yeah. Several miles outside of West uh, Pittston. Uh, it was incorporated. Hmm? Why? I'm sorry. Why was the Battle of Wyoming fought in Pennsylvania? Well, Wyoming was in the state at that time in the 1700s. Then what is Wyoming? If I'm not mistaken, I think it's named after the Native Americans. Oh. Okay. Uh, the battle took place in the Wyoming Valley of Pennsylvania. So, oh, okay. I guess yeah. that makes more sense. Yeah. So, mm. I'm history to lesson, folks. Uh, whoa, what's this? Uh, oh, no, this is about the family. Never mind. Uh, I'm trying to see if there's any other things, but I'm not seeing <clears throat> anything else as far as like. Well, according to my paranormal map, they're pretty much right on a ley line. Uh, so there's that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It is over in that little section, you know, with Massachusetts and Rhode Island, you know, where all the all that other weird shit keeps popping off. Mm-hmm. What do we have? Two triangles over there, the Bennington and the Bridgewater. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think Tommy talked about a missing 411 case that was in Wyoming or right on the, on the edge of it or something. Oh. If I'm not mistaken. Maybe. Or... That area, whatever. Yeah, it was uh, Dennis Martin, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, something like that. Mm -hmm. Stephen Kubaki reappeared not far from there after he disappeared from uh, Lake Michigan. Yeah. Yeah. That was one of those we talked about. Mm -hmm. It's weird how these things tend to, like, it's it's just like a little, little vortex of shit going on, you know? Are you? Which we haven't talked about the ley lines a lot, um, but that that could explain why, like what you're just talking about, all the all the stuff right there. Because if you look uh, here, a lot of them intersect just right here over uh, New York. Yeah. So I would imagine. I mean, all of this is in a decent little radius. Yeah. From where they all intersect. Yeah. Where do they? This is where we need to go. <laughs> Fun, right? Uh, Who's that? Coiler, Coiler, New York. That's where we sacrifice Tommy to the Dark Lord. How do yeah. you spell that? Coiler. T o m m y t o p a r k. It's k y u. It's k u y l e r. That was a C. Oh yeah, that's I don't I don't I don't know where I got the K from. Yeah, he's right. It was it was a C. Oh man, their population in Coiler, New York, is nine hundred and eight people. There's probably a reason. <laughs> there probably is. You know what's sad? I wouldn't mind moving to Pennsylvania. I'm looking at the pictures. You got nice mountains, nice bridges. That's all they got as far as a picture of the place. <laughs> They have seasons. We have seasons. No, we have summer, fallish summer, winter for two weeks, springish fall, and then like summer. That's what we have. See, we have seasons. Yeah, but those. F- Fall, summer, spring, fall thing. It's it's all like a month at most. Yeah. And that's sporadic because, you know, later on this week, I think it's going to be like 80 degrees outside. Um, Wait, what? I must have zoned out. Why are we talking about weather? What, where did that come from? I was like, they have seasons up there in Pennsylvania. Oh. <laughs> Shane just ignores us, ladies and gentlemen. He does. Once we start talking about old fart stuff, he's just like, no, I can't deal with it. I mean, I have, yeah, it's like just a trigger switch that happens. Like, oh, this is a conversation for the retirement community, and I'm tuning it out. (laughs) Hey, look, just because I just turned 37 does not mean 
I am retirement age yet. Yeah, fuck your birthday. <laughs> He's sticking with it. He's sticking with it hard. I know. <laughs> and it's fair. It's fair. I can't I can't fault it. <laughs> Yours is next too, Josh. So. <laughs> yeah, he's gonna forget mine too. No, he, he doesn't forget. Like, That's birthday. the thing. He doesn't forget. <laughs> he just purposely does not acknowledge. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> On the day I'm just like cursing your name into the into the universe. Like make it, make it a bad birthday. <laughs> Was yours bad, Tommy? <laughs> you got him. My my son uh, forgot my birthday. So. Oh man, that was a good start. Yeah. Then my dad forgot my birthday. Oh shit! I'm getting good at this curse work. All right. <laughs> <laughs> well, jokes on you because I don't celebrate my shit. <laughs> That just means it's going to get you another way. Oh, uh, yeah. You're My son did right. promise to make me a cake, and I never got it. So so he forgot your birthday and lied to you. <laughs> know, right. Well, first he was going to make me a German chocolate cake, and I don't like coconut. So <laughs> You did say he was getting better at the baking thing, so I guess it might be good. Who knows? I don't eat coconut either, but. Yeah. Smurl? Yeah, Smurls. <laughs> Did you purposely say Smurl like the dog from Up, where he's like, Squirrel? <laughs> I'm going to say yes. <laughs> Smurl? Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, we got a little off track there, didn't we? <laughs> yeah, yeah, we did. Uh, well, do, do y'all think... Um, do y'all think Ed and Lorraine used them? Or do you think that was, at first, maybe they were trying to be honest investigators and they found the publicity and all that and then started, you know, that's when they started being like, oh, we can make something of this. Yeah. Wasn't uh, Ed a, like a used car salesman or something before that? What was he before that? A construction worker or something? Uh, let me see. I actually got them pulled up. Yeah, I don't remember what he was. I remember it being like something that was like made me think, oh, he he knows how when the, he's an opportunist is what he is, in my opinion. Yeah. So if he saw it coming, like, he probably would have exploited it. I could be over here just flat out talking shit about somebody I don't know anything about, but when you see what it looks like, it kind of looks like that, you know. Yeah, I'm I'm not saying what he what he was. There's nothing as far as like what the Wikipedia says about it. Wasn't he if I'm remembering right, didn't he paint and that's how they got in? Like he would paint pictures of homes and then yeah. they're like, Hey, let us in. We think your house is haunted. I don't know if that was his job, but uh whatever. let's just go with car salesman. Yeah, right. He looked like a damn car salesman. He really did. <laughs> Bad one too, like like Danny DeVito and Matilda. You guys, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to answer your question, I think these people had a real. They possibly had a real problem going on, and then yeah, that Ed and Lorraine probably just piggybacked off of that to get going. Since it's what made them famous, I mean, they probably already had the plebit. Oh, excuse me. They had the publicity. I, for some reason, cannot say that word correctly um, beforehand. So and that may have been why they got slingshotted up like they did. Mm. Just happenstance, maybe? I don't really know. Maybe. Oh. Did I use that word correctly? Happenstance? Happenstance, yeah. I'd say so. And I'm going to Google it, and it's not going to be right. <laughs> I've come to realize that. Are you saying we don't know words either? Because you're right. Okay. So according to Google, happenstance is a noun, North American. It's just a coincidence. It was just happenstance that I happened to be there. No, I guess I you think, used it right, yeah. I feel yeah. like I used it possibly correctly. <clears throat> if he didn't, tell us down in the comments. 
Yeah. Tell me. <clears throat> Anywho. We always got to get a vocabulary lesson or some, like, history lesson or the weather. Um, this podcast delivers everything, guys. Right. The water Except Sesame Street. Sesame Street. Right? <laughs> One ghosty ghosty. Two oh, uh, ghosty uh. ghosty. <laughs> we should just do a whole episode for the Patreon where we just do it all as puppets. <laughs> Fucking sock puppet over here. Yeah. I just... uh, well, I just. <laughs> Shane's like, I'm done with these guys. I'm leaving. He probably has a real fucking puppet over there. He's going to be over there That's... ventriloquist style. I'm I like, was I looking was... to see if I had one. I'm like, I might. I don't <laughs> see one. So you maybe carried I'm... around that fucking sock puppet for I don't know how long. That one sock puppet had eyes and everything. I don't even know. You know what I'm talking about? I guess he doesn't. <laughs> Y'all don't remember that sock? Am I crazy? I don't remember that white sock puppet. No, I, I remember Teeny Greeny, so... I know Teeny Greeny, but I'm almost positive Shane had a fucking sock puppet that had floppy eyes. <laughs> floppy eyes? Yes. It had floppy eyes. I don't think that was Shane. I think that was... Was that, was that Val? I don't know. It might not have been Shane. <laughs> Anyways, reminiscing about shit that doesn't need to be reminisced about. <laughs> Not right now, anyways. <laughs> oh, man. You have the teeny greeny right here. Oh, my goodness. He's you pretty rough, rough these days. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, what, how old is he? Like, oh, when shit. Did that... 20, 20 years old. Is he? When, when did Monster 8 come out? Oh, Shane's had him since we were in school. 2001. 22 years old. God, man. <laughs> We are old. <laughs> I know in like, what, two years we celebrate our 20th year. And look at us now. Woo, we got a podcast. <laughs> Just rolling in the success. Right? I can't hey, wait man, to go. We, we made it in the top 3% of creators. Uh, up, yeah. up and coming. Up and coming creators. Oh, that's yeah. right. Yeah. She got yeah. shirts made. Top three percent, three percenters. Tattoos on her fucking eyeballs. <laughs> on her eyeballs. <laughs> yeah, on the eyeball, not on. The... <laughs> anyway, so this has gone off rails. <laughs> do y'all want to do some final thoughts? Yeah, Smurl. <laughs> I'd say we we did pretty good right there till the end. I think Josh threw us off with the sock puppet. We're just like what. <laughs> I'm gonna, to, I'm gonna, I'm gonna figure out this sock puppet. <laughs> Fuck oh, you. <laughs> Watch him find a picture with me in a sock puppet. I'm like, I have no recollection of that. <laughs> Just like the Ouija board, he wound up getting possession of and then losing. Yeah, I didn't lose it. The demons took it. All right. You're like you really don't need this. <laughs> <laughs> I hate telling that story because it sounds so made up. I'm like. It was real. <laughs> it was there, and then it wasn't. <laughs> All we did was step outside the shed. <laughs> right. Oh, man. Uh, but final thoughts on the Smurls. Um, I'll just reiterate what I said earlier. Is, uh, I believe this family had a real problem. Be it an actual like demon or a spiritual haunting, I don't really know. It could have been like we talked about with the energies of the little girls, of the twin girls, <clears throat> possibly, you know, producing some kind of, you know, energy in the house. Um, I, I, it, I don't know. I wasn't there. I don't know how, you know what to say about it. I think Ed and Lorraine probably 
just piggybacked off of it. I don't know if, like you said, they weren't called until after the everything was blown up anyways. Or they weren't there until everything was blown up, so. Uh, I feel bad for the family. You know, it sucks. Probably took those girls' childhood away, I would imagine. At least some of it. But, uh, yeah, I think these family had a real problem, and they just had to get out of the limelight to kind of get rid of it on their own. Taking four exorcisms is kind of wild. It's a serious demon. <laughs> right. <laughs> but I don't know. That's my final thoughts. They're not much of thoughts, but, you know. I hate Ed and Lorraine, so I guess I can't really. <laughs> yep. yeah. I'm with you. I also hate Ed and Lorraine, especially <laughs> learning how gross they were as people just beyond. Yeah. It's just. Uh, but yeah, I, I agree. I do think it was real. I do think Ed and Lorraine uh, exaggerated parts of it. I also do think they probably made it worse. Um, you know, yeah. we know these these dark spirits and or demons feed on this negative energy and them coming in there with all their shit just ramped it up. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's why the three exorcisms didn't work because Ed and Lorraine were around. They moved, had the fourth one, and then they were done. Mm. I think they had to remove <clears throat> themselves not only from the thinned veil location, but from Ed and Lorraine that were intensifying it. Uh, that's the only thing I could think on why an exorcism wouldn't work three times. Yeah. Uh, maybe Ed and Lorraine were demons. Just like in the flesh. I don't know. We we can theorize, theorize on that later. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, Cliff Notes. I believe it's real. Ed and Lorraine made it worse. F them. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, I'm going to say, um, I believe it to be real. I I do think Ed and Lorraine kind of came in and just essentially made it worse or piggybacked off of it. They, they used it for themselves more than anything. Um, and... Yeah, so I'm kind of with both of y'all on that. Mm. Now, what was causing it? Do I think if it was, do I think it was demon? No, not really. I think uh, an evil spirit. Um, that's what I think. I don't think it was demon uh, in, I don't want to say nature, but demonesque, I guess. I, so. I really thought you were going to say aliens. You're like, I don't think it was a demon. I just, I was waiting for it. Aliens. though i do believe that one of the spirits is a mermaid alien so yeah that's where i'm at i think i think something happened either the family going through hard times being displaced probably had some type of you know young teenage girls young girls um young children and it just a lot of emotion maybe opened up something there um and brought something to the surface and yeah so that's my thought on it. But so it seems like we're all in agreement. So if y'all agree with us or don't agree with us, let us know in the comments. You know, uh, hit that like and share. Subscribe to us. You know, uh, check out our YouTube channel and. Uh, Check out all the cool stuff we got going on on the Facebook and other social media platforms. Do we still have the Etsy shop or do we get rid of it? It's still there. Okay, we have an Etsy shop. For now. You know, if y'all want some cool merchandise and also to help support us and, you know, so we can go out and do awesome investigations. We got one we did that, you know, we're working on editing to get out to y'all. It's going to be awesome. Y'all are going to enjoy it. Um, and, uh, <clears throat> all that cool, fun stuff, you know, uh, check that out, check out our Patreon so you can see our beautiful faces and all that. I know I'm dragging it on my bad guy. Shane fell asleep. 
I think he might have died of old age. No, <laughs> he might have. So, anyways, check out the Patreon, all that good stuff. Ha 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 ha. And as always, tell us what you think.